And so I, what I have found is the number one thing I like to focus on with teen athletes is blood sugar regulation. It sounds, it sounds simple, um, but it can be pretty complex. Um, and I feel like if they can get to the point of understanding how blood sugar affects them mentally, physically, and emotionally, they, be, they can begin to manipulate that um, to their advantage to increase their athletic performance and endurance on the court, off the court, and even into the classroom. Welcome to Functional Medicine Coaching Moms Podcast, where simplifying healthy lifestyle change for moms is the only goal. Hi. Today, we are super excited to have Michelle Dole, otherwise known as the teen health coach, on the show. Michelle is a board-certified functional medicine health coach with an education degree from Purdue University. She is also a married mother of three teenage athletic girls. This episode is for you if you have teens or young adults in your life playing competitive sports and you've wondered about the role nutrition and stress management plays in their performance. Both Kristen and I have teens in travel sports. My son is a nationally ranked wrestler and Kristen's three kids play ice hockey. Two are in high school and one is in middle school. I know personally that my pediatrician doesn't say too much about nutrition or stress management at my kids' annual physicals, and sports today for kids are pretty much year-round and most days of the week, so I am concerned and want to make sure my kids are getting adequate nutrition. And also with such busy schedules, I wonder if they do get enough downtime and stress reduction. And I just want to mention also that Michelle is going to have a special offer at the end of the show today, so be sure to stay tuned. Michelle specializes in a holistic and comprehensive approach to the unique challenges teenage athletes face. By emphasizing the significance of food choices, she guides teens in optimizing short and long-term performance. Michelle's unique mix of nutrition, education, functional medicine, and whole health wellness expertise allows her to provide valuable insights and practical tips for both teens and teen athletes. So Michelle, I'm so glad you're here today. We were so excited to have you. So many of us have teens and tweens playing sports, and it's definitely not casual usually. It's, it's usually pretty intense. So what should we be concerned about when it comes to our kids' nutrition? I feel like I kind of threw myself into this, this genre because I do have my own, my own three kids who are athletes using my knowledge to help my kids to be the best version of themselves mentally, physically, emotion, uh, emotionally, and then kind of uh, navigating that uh, towards you know, uh, athletics. And so I, what I have found is the number one thing I like to focus on with teen athletes is blood sugar regulation. It sounds, it sounds simple, um, but it can be pretty complex. Um, and I feel like if they can get to the point of understanding how blood sugar affects them mentally, physically, and emotionally, they, be, they can begin to manipulate that um, to their advantage to increase their athletic performance and endurance on the court, off the court, and even into the classroom. 
Yeah, that's funny that you say that because I feel like, you know, a lot of times when people hear blood sugar, they think, oh, diabetes or whatever. They're just not thinking about it from just a regular perspective. So if you could share more with what that looks like, that would really help. Absolutely. You know, back back in the day, this is what I like to say, you know, before there were processed foods, we probably were eating all of the right combinations of proteins and fats and carbohydrates. You know, at the right time, we were moving our bodies naturally, you know, either before we're eating or after we're eating. So the idea of regulating blood glucose, let's say a couple hundred years ago, probably wouldn't be such a big thing. But because our teenage athletes throughout the day are exposed to lots of processed carbohydrates like Starbucks or Dutch Brothers or, you know, at fast food restaurants, they're consuming a lot more carbohydrates than maybe we would a couple hundred years ago, right? So what happens is when we're consuming those carbohydrates, our blood sugar is spiking all day long, which is normal. When you consume carbohydrates, um, your body calls on insulin. That insulin comes out to push that blood sugar back into your cells, muscle cells, liver, you know, into our brain so that we can use that for energy. So what kids need to understand is that they can actually have too many carbohydrates which when that happens, we actually put out too much insulin and that causes an overcorrection. And when you have that overcorrection, then you get to that point of low blood sugar. And that's when you're gonna feel moody and irritable, not be able to focus. And it actually, because of the insulin, which is a hormone, it can disrupt our testosterone, our estrogen. And so these are the these are the hormones that we need to be using efficiently, that we need to be working efficiently for us in order to build muscle, um, to recover, um, to be able to use utilize that muscle efficiently. And so learning how blood sugar affects your body and your athletic approach performance can really help you become a better athlete. So what I do when I talk to kids is I say, okay, you have, you have a couple of different, you know, windows of time that you need to think about carbohydrates and ingestion. If you're an athlete, you have a two hour window. And during this two hour window, this is a time where um, you want to make sure that you're having a balanced carbohydrate, protein, and fat. Because when you have the carbohydrates, the proteins, and the fats, your blood glucose um, wave is going to be steady. And, you know, science shows and doctors, endocrinologists say we want that to be back to normal, back to baseline after two hours. And so if you have the right amount of protein, fat, and carbohydrates, then that's going to return to normal. If you are, you know, over the top on carbohydrates or you're just eating carbohydrates, then after that two hour window, what's going to happen is, um, you're going to have um, an overcorrection, and that's when you're going to feel tired. So, if you are getting ready to, you know, go to a tournament, um, you know, wrestling, ice hockey, volleyball. My girls are volleyball players. You really want to think about um, stacking those carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. You wouldn't want to wake up and have a glass of orange juice and some pancakes, you know, and um, you know maybe just you know one little egg. The, the egg is good. It's good for protein, but that's really heavy on the carbohydrates and you're risking that overcorrection, which will set you up for kind of, you know, in kind of a, you know, a, set you up for, I don't want to say failure, but kind of 
kind of not be your most efficient self for the rest of the day. And so you really want to make sure that that two, what you're eating that two hours before is really important. Can you give us an example on what that two hour window could look like then? Yeah, absolutely. Anecdotally speaking, I've worn a continuous glucose monitor several times and I have tried just the bagel, right? A little bit of bagel, a little bit of cream cheese. And then I've tried like a bagel with some nice cage-free eggs and, you know, even a piece of sausage on it. And, and the difference, obviously one has more calories than the other, but the difference in blood sugar spike was quite huge. Just the bagel spiked my blood sugar beyond what it should be. And we could get into the specifics, but no really reason for that right now. But, you know, it spiked my blood sugar well beyond what it should have been. But when I did it with just the sausage and the egg and the bagel, it really kept it baseline. So something like that, where you have your fat, protein, carbohydrate, And the other option is a smoothie. One thing I do for my kids before tournaments is I just give them a protein smoothie. And we're dairy-free at our house for several reasons, but you don't have to have a dairy-free protein shake. So we do a plant-based protein shake. It has fats in it. It has carbohydrates. I'll usually throw some peanut butter in there or some, you know, some almond milk and what I've done also with my um, CGM is I've watched how my blood glucose reacts over you know a two-hour time period, and it stays very steady. The spike isn't high. I feel satiated, which is also important, right? So you want to get the right calories. You want to be satiated. You want it to, to last an extended period of time so that you are well-fueled for performance. You're digested and ready to go. So those are two examples that I use with my kids. Yeah. And those are really easy to do. I think it sounds reasonable. I mean, and it's so, you know, it's funny that you're saying this because so many times like I'll see someone brought Dunkin' Donuts and like, that's what everyone's eating early in the morning before the hockey game or whatever. And I'm like, oh gosh. So now what you're saying is yes, that would totally spike your sugar really high and then give you the crash because you don't have the protein and cut that. Okay. Right. And that's the two hour. Yeah. And what was really uh, great and relieving is like, you can still have that bagel, have eggs and some, some, you know, have that sausage or if you don't, you know, or I know some people don't eat meat, whatever, but just to right. get in those other, and you can still enjoy your bagel. Yes. Right. Like eat those carbohydrates. Your muscles need those. We need to make sure that we are eating the right amount of carbohydrates. Cause you don't want to get to the opposite end of, you know, something called relative energy deficit syndrome, where you have more calories out than calories in, right? So we want to make sure, and that's the other thing. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not prescribing, just giving information. So I want these kids to know, and especially in females, you need to eat. You need to eat breakfast. You need to eat lunch. You need to eat dinner. You need to eat before you go to practice. You need to eat after you go to practice because you don't want your body to start using nutrients that it needs to fuel you in order to survive, right? And so we don't want muscle breakdown. We don't want um, our our bones taking calcium from our heart because we're not giving it enough energy, right? So that's that whole kind of other side of that too, right? Too much, too little. It's a teeter-totter. It's a balance. But back to your Dunkin' Donuts uh, (laughs) reference, you know, it's, I would never suggest Dunkin' Donuts before an event, right? But it's a simple carbohydrate. It's easily broken down. You can digest digest it quickly. So if you take that idea, understand that there is a time and a place for that, which is, you know, 15 minutes before you're going to sprint on the track or you're going to get in the pool and you're going to swim or you're going to, you know, whatever it is, you're getting ready to play a whole nother volleyball game and you've just played another one. 
your body does need energy. And if you consume, this is cool, you know, studies, science show that if you consume simple carbohydrates within 15 minutes of your performance, your body's going to use that up. It's going to, your muscles are going to take that up because they start to contract right away. So you don't actually need to call on that insulin to push it into your cells because your muscles are already contracting. And so when these kids are about to start something simple, like, you know, there's those, you know, energy chews that, you know, Cliff Bar makes and, you know, uh, what's the other, so many brands like Goo Brands, things like that. Those are things that you can consume that can digest quickly, that will give you immediate energy for immediate performance, right? Because 15 minutes before you don't want to eat that bagel and that, you know, eggs and the sausage, because you're not going to digest that, right? All of your blood is going to go from your stomach to your muscles because that's what has to work. And then your food just kind of sits there. So timing is important. Yes. Yeah. And I really don't think we think about the timing. So this is really helpful for people, I think. Yeah. And then what about this, like the stress management piece? Like I know you talked a little bit about, you know, how you help teens with that with us. And we'd like to know more about that. You know, club sports are probably, I think the most stressful things, the most stressful thing an athlete can endure. Academics are hard. School is hard, but there's something about club sports. I don't know. What do you ladies think like are about being involved in club sports and what your kids experience? It's a huge commitment, time commitment and, and just Mm -hmm. the stress. Yeah. With balancing your academics with that, they just don't have the free time that you might have if you didn't play club sports. Exactly. So, you know, it is, it's about time management and You know, one of the things as we are told as health coaches that, you know, kids are, are, humans are creative, resourceful, and whole. Like they, they already know what they need to do to make that change. And so it's really fun working with individual teens, individual athletes specifically, because we do work with time management and it's all about them understanding, being kind of stepping outside, being objective, watching what's happening and saying, what is not working for you, right? What's not working for you? What's something that you can change that's going to relieve a little bit of stress on yourself? And the cool thing is inevitably they they come up with something, right? It might be, you know, I need to make sure that my cell phone, I'm having downtime on my cell phone, maybe at 8 p.m., right? Um, So that I can relax, so that I'm not distracted, so I can get that homework done. You know, some kids have said, you know, you know, sleep obviously is really important. And so, you know, maybe it's, you need to, you know, learn how to manage your time better during the day. How can you get some homework done? You know, I don't know if your kids have like homeroom or, or anything like that. How can you be more, manage your time more accurately um, so that you can get some of that stuff done before you come home? And that's just kind of working with them individually and helping them shift some things in their life that they know that they can manage. And then it's empowering for them. They understand that, hey, this stress that I'm going to have with club sports and academics is something that's going to be here for a very long time, right? I'm going to graduate. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to have a job. And so how can you step back, be objective about what's going on in your life and figuring out what do I need to change mentally, physically, or emotionally to make things a little bit smoother. So that's that's on the the end of, you know, just working one-on-one with kids. I feel like the other part is and again, I don't know your experiences with club sports, but these kids go into these sports and 
their coaches are called coaches, but I call them experts <laughs> because there's not, there is traditional coaching going on, but uh, it's expertism going on where they're telling these kids, here's what has to happen. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to be accountable for. And they come on to the court and sorry, I keep using court because that's what we're on, right? As volleyball players, mm -hmm. they come onto the court and they want to play. They want to give it their all. But what that expert slash coach doesn't see is all of our, all of the other components that these kids are coming onto the court with, right? How were their relationships affecting them that day? Um, how was their food affecting them that day? How much did they sleep? Um, what are their academics? What kind of baggage are they bringing onto the court? And so what this does, I think, is it sets them up for more stress, right? They start to feel like maybe they're not performing their best. Maybe their coach thinks that they're not working hard enough. And they start to create these stories in their mind of, I'm not good enough. And, you know, I need to be better. And they start to, to lose that self-esteem and lose that self-efficacy because of these stories that they are creating in their mind. And so, you know, one of the things that I have done with a few teens, and this is kind of something new that I'm starting, is really trying to dig into that, that subconscious, right? Those stories that they're telling themselves. And I learned this from something from a, uh, from a, uh, from a class that I went through, a mindset class. And it is in order to change the way you think about yourself, you need to kind of do two things. One is get to the root of those fears, those frustrations, those inadequacies and write them down, right? It's called an emotional dump and write it down five minutes every single day, your biggest fears. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough at school. You know, I'm not gonna perform great on the court. I'm letting my teammates down. Get it all out with the idea of, you know, making space in that subconscious for positivity. And so that's when you go straight into like five minutes of gratitude, just quickly writing down. Oh, it's not just gratitude, but bragging, bragging about yourself, right? Like, oh man, I really um, made amazing serves last night at practice. Um, you know, I got up and I jumped and I hit that ball from the outside and I hit it down. Um, you know, I'm a, I was a great teammate today. Um, you know, things like that so that you can balance that negativity with that positivity and really change your mindset going into practice, right? And maybe it's something, I've tried this one time with one of my clients, maybe it's something that you do mentally in the car before you go in. You're thinking about what, what could go wrong, right? What, you're, what mm -hmm. types of fears that you have, and then quickly top that off with, okay, this is going to be great. You know, I'm really good at A, B, and C. And, and then you are mentally prepared to be out there to do your best and to not go back into that story of I'm not good enough or things aren't going well for me. Yeah, that sounds very powerful. I mean, mindset is such a huge thing that I think isn't talked about that much. Like you said, you have your expert coach talking to you and then you're just living your life, but no one's really you know, talking to you about what you're thinking on the way to the tournament and all those things. So, so that's huge. Yeah. Sometimes I feel also it's like you're being talked to what to do, but not being empowered with the tools on how to manage yourself um, so that you show up, you know, being your full self and, you know, acknowledging fears and, you know, all of those, like, you know, like Kristen and I were going to be doing this conference and we're both nervous and we're like, Hey, you know, as we get closer to the conference, it's probably going to heighten. But at the same time, like if we weren't having those feelings, that means that 
a, we don't really care about it, you know, or we're just not normal. There's something wrong. So acknowledging that some of these feelings are just normal feelings and it's okay, you know, and you're going to, um, arrive on the other side either way. And, um, you're going to be better for it. And, yeah. you know, I just mm-hmm. always think like, is this happening to me or is this happening for me? And I love that. Yeah. So that's really, that was so, so wonderful. Really. Thank you so much for this time and sharing, uh, with us how we can help our teens. We are going to be mindful of our time. So, um, Michelle, what do you, you know, um, you said a couple of things, but uh, what are two simple steps that you think that moms can take toward helping their teens, um, athletes improve their mental and or physical health? Yeah, I think mental health, I say, just listen to them, right? Talk them through the understanding of voice your fears, make them real, say them out loud, because if you don't, they stay trapped inside, right? And then brag about yourself, share that positivity, right? Create that positive mindset as often as you can. If you have to do it one time a day, two times a day, three times a day, it can become a habit. And we are what we think we are, right? And so we can change our story. And I think that's really important. Physically, I, I want to go back to nutrition and blood sugar. Yeah. Just reminding the kids every time they eat, this is not just athletics, athletics, but every time they eat, they should be thinking about, I tell this is why I tell my kids, lay down your blanket, okay? If you sit on the ground in jeans, after a rainstorm, your jeans are going to get saturated really quick. If you put a blanket down first, you're still going to get wet, but it's going to happen a lot slower. And so that analogy is blanket your stomach with some fats and some proteins before you ingest that carbohydrate. You need carbohydrates. You're growing kids, and but the, the way that you can manage that blood sugar spike for focus and performance and endurance is to lay down your blanket, fats, proteins, then carbohydrates, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Love that. Wow. Super helpful. Yeah, that's a good one. That was really fabulous. Well, Michelle has two specials for um, offers for us, for our listeners today. So uh, drum roll, please. (laughs) Get get 10% off her 10-week teen wellness program. DM FMCM, that's for functional medicine coaching moms. That is our our code word. And her handle is the teen health coach. Also go to let me just uh, go back. So her handle on Instagram is the teen health coach. Okay. So I hope I didn't confuse anyone. Also go to www.myplantworks.com. That's www.myplantworks.com for 15% off Plant Works protein powder, which is her go-to for teen athletes competing in morning tournaments. Use the discount code Teen Health Coach to get that offer. Okay, to connect with Michelle, find her on Instagram at the Teen Health Coach. And her website is www. 
verticalhorizons.org. That's www.verticalhorizons.org. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. This was so great today. We really appreciate you coming on, and I think we learned a lot. Thank you, ladies. I really appreciate you having me. Excellent. Thank you so much. Bye. The information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purpose of diagnosing, curing, treating, or preventing any disease. We are functional medicine certified health coaches and not licensed medical professionals. The opinions and advice of guests are their own and also not considered to be medical advice. Always consult with a healthcare professional when making any healthy lifestyle changes. We would love to hear from our mom community. Any wellness topics that are high on your list, please DM us at Functional Medicine Coaching Moms. We can also be reached via email at info at functionalmedicinecoachingmoms.com. You can find Functional Medicine Coaching Moms podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button.